When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Jamming with Jason. Hey everybody, I have a very special episode for you today. I'm not sure if you realize or not, but I actually have another podcast that I co-host with my friend, Dr. Kathy Groover, called the Fire and Earth Podcast. And in that we talk about a lot of different topics Um, But every so often, there's an episode that we do on fire and earth that I think is very relevant for you uh, to hear here on Jamming with Jason. And so this week is one of those times. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and roll that podcast that was previously shown on the Fire and Earth podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Fire and Earth podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth podcast and your co-host, Jason Mefford. And I am Kathy Groover. And we're going to talk about a subject today that is all hot in the media and on a lot of people's minds and kind of controversial in a way. It's body image and weight gain and weight loss. And uh, I shared with Jason before we got on the air that I just lost 16 pounds, which I'm really excited about and proud of. Uh, But what's fascinating about that, for those of you who know me or have seen pictures of me or have seen my aerial or my trapeze, most people look at me and go, you don't need to lose weight. Well, I thought I did. It was the heaviest I ever was. I was really uncomfortable in my own body. My clothes weren't fitting. I would put on a speaking dress at a conference and it was uncomfortable for me to be in my clothes. And so I got on Noom. I did get nothing from Noom. It's not, I mean, it's kind of a plug for Noom because it really worked. Um, But I'm down 16 pounds in like three or four months. And I'm really proud of myself because I worked really hard. Um, But what I shared with Jason is I grew up with horrible uh, body image issues, horrible disordered eating, not to the point where I had something diagnosable like anorexia or bulimia, but for many years, my diet was Mountain Dew, M&Ms, and diet pills. Uh, I started taking diet pills like my junior year of high school. And to look at a picture of me my junior year in high school, I did not need to lose weight. <laughs> um, no, because I, I, I remember you posted like one of the pictures or you showed me one of the pictures of when you were younger. I think when we were talking about how we were dressing, oh, and I was like, socks, yeah. dang, Kathy was like a skeleton. You know, there was nothing to you. Yeah, I was 5'8 and probably 120 pounds, if not a little bit less. And my dance instructor was incredibly abusive. And some people listening might have been in dance class with him. So I'm not going to say his name. Um, they vilify, vilified, is that good or bad? Uh, vilified is usually bad, I think. Okay. Right? They they like put the guy on the pedestal. And I remember a couple of years ago when he passed away, everybody on Facebook is like, he was the biggest influence and he was so, and I'm thinking, do you remember how horrible he was to us? So between a dance instructor convincing me that I was fat and the media, you want to talk about Kellogg's and can you pinch an inch, um, that 
really fucked with my head because mm -hmm. what they didn't tell you is that these people that they showed in this commercial were pinching skin. You know, they showed really slender people pinching and it was skin. And I looked at that as a very thin 15 or 16 year old and thought, oh no, I'm fat. Um, and it messes with your head. So here I am now a 53 year old woman and uh, the body images stay with me. So we're gonna do just a quick conversation about this today. Um, but I thought it was an important conversation to have. Yeah, and I think it's important. You know, I think a lot of times, um, probably again, be just just because a lot of the media attention and our society in general, <laughs> this is probably something that that women deal with more than men. But this is also a man issue. Yep. Too, right. And so I think I, I want to make sure that we that we bring that in too because I you know I was the same way I mean growing up in in high school you know I mean I was fit I had a six-pack ab I was running five to eight miles a day you know I was five nine 140 145 but muscular mm -hmm. right and you know again I'm a I'm a year old man too right and so let's and, just talk about aging that's a whole yeah, other show we'll talk about that on a different one but but you know over over my life i've gained weight i've lost weight i've gained weight i've lost weight right to 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 a point to where i was probably up close to i was at least probably 230 if not 240 so i was almost 100 pounds wow heavier than i was when i was in high school uh -huh. right which again I, I didn't, you know, when, when you see the gradual buildup, you don't really realize it until you see a picture of yourself and you're like, who's that lard ass, right? That's yeah. not me. You know, I had this big kind of bulging neck and I was like, that is not me. And I, and I knew, you know, for me, once I hit like a 38 waist, I'm like, fuck it, that I'm not, this is not going to happen. Yep. And so I've, I've worked, you know, I, again, I haven't, I've been using more of, of, of the mental side of it and treating my body better and trying mm -hmm. to be kinder to myself from a body image side. I don't even know what I weigh now because I haven't weighed myself in a long time, but I know I'm losing weight because I'm back yeah. down to a 32 inch waist. I would say you are, so, since I met you and we've known each other, what, four or five years now? When did we start yeah, doing a podcast? Least, it's been probably five years. You yeah. were definitely heavier when I met you than yeah. you are now. I've watched you. We both have, you know, like if you look back I'm at our own podcast, like our dinner and, you know, which is, I just want to be healthy and yeah. I just want people to feel good in their body. And it, it's, this is going to sound so poor me. There have been so many times in my life when I'm going to a gym or I was doing curves for the longest time curves is made it's a chain mm -hmm. it's a franchise and it's made for women it's only women who want to tone up lose weight and the majority of the women that i saw there were on the heavier side right they were not my size and i was skinny shamed at curves you know i was working out and i was trying really hard and i was seeing progress and i had more than one person say look at you you don't even need to be here and it's like, that was actually so hurtful to me because just because I look cute in the outfit doesn't mean I could run up the stairs and not be like, <clears throat> you know, I was there for fitness. And I think, you know, this whole embrace your body and, you know, the fat shaming aspect, um, fat shaming is horrible. And there was a woman in my dance class the other night that was going off the rails 
about how she how, how disgusted she was by fat, her own fat, and how if she was skinny, she'd never work out, she'd just lay on the couch. And it sparked a conversation between her and two people who were chronically underweight and how many health issues they were having. And I could see them getting so hurt by what she was saying about her own body. People just need to feel good and they need to be healthy. And my concern about, you know, not trying to encourage fitness from people is the health ramifications that are on the other side of that, right? Um, but I eventually stopped going to curves because I was so tired of hearing these older women basically shame me for trying to stay fit and be on the more slender side. So when I've said to people in the past, hey, I'm trying to lose weight, you don't need to lose weight. It's like, well, that's kind of not really up to you, right? I mean, it's it's up to the person and if they're comfortable in their bodies. Um, so I've told a couple people that I lost 16 pounds and they go, you know, where'd that cut? You didn't need to lose that. It's like, but I did because I lost 16 pounds and I, I'm not too skinny. You know, I mean, it's just this weight thing is so hard uh, because it's such an individual journey. And for people who have struggled with massive weight loss, they're probably looking at me like, oh, you poor thing, you had to lose 16 pounds. You know, I feel for anybody that is struggling with weight or body image because it sucks to look in the mirror and hate yourself. And I had, God, I could cry. I had so many days of that where I looked in the mirror and was disgusted by my own self. And I don't admit that to a lot of people. So this is, this is a new thing for, for probably a lot of people to hear, but it was the worst feeling at any size. Well, like I said, it was it was news to me as well. And we've been friends for mm -hmm. five years. Yep. You know, I didn't I didn't know some of the things that, that you had dealt with. And I and I think it's important, you know, because again, I mean, there's a multi-billion dollar industry around weight loss, right? Yeah. And so there's a bunch of people that are out there trying to sell diet pills or exercise things or whatever, right? Um, telling people that they're fat. You know, the whole BMI thing is Ugh farce right i mean yeah if if you look at what your bmi calculation is we'd all be skin and bones kind of a thing right but anyway but but you know i think what we're we're, we're not necessarily talking about weight or weight loss but but body image mm -hmm. right and can you be comfortable can you be loving to yourself yep regardless of how much you weigh, how much you weigh, how little you weigh, right? Because, you know, like Kathy was saying, I mean, you were, you were already quote unquote skinny, right? Based on, based on what the, what society would tell you. Sure. Right. But you were still having body image issues, uh -huh. right? So so maybe let's 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 just dig into that a little bit because, like I said, I mean you're you know you're here willing to share, which is great, you know. But what are what are some of those things that you know again, people probably, you know, we end up seeing ourselves naked in the mirror, right? You get out of the shower, whatever, right? And and what thoughts go through your head, right? Everybody uh -huh. that's listening when you when you see yourself naked, because most of the time you know, we're, we're dressed up, we've got clothes on, you know, we, most people's clothes are a little bit baggy, you know, because they, they don't want to see, or they want to hide yep. certain yep. things. But, you know, for people that are, I guess maybe the first thing is, well, do I have a body image issue? So how are, how are some ways, you know, or like for you, I mean, how did you come to have that awareness? 
that oh my gosh maybe maybe i i do have body image issues right because again i yeah. think i think a lot of people when it's thrown out there it's like well if you're morbidly obese on the bmi scale then okay well maybe i need to do something right but but again that's that's weight yeah. that's not necessarily body image because again i've seen you know women that are 300 400 pounds they feel sexy yeah they are sexy yeah they bring it right and i've also seen people who look like supermodels that are just the most miserable yep. unsexy people that are out there because they have the body image issues so yep. so i guess first off how how do people realize you know for people that are listening how do they know maybe you do have some maybe this is something that you that you need to explore more yeah um i i think it's about how you talk to and about yourself and the feeling that you get when you look in the mirror if you seriously do have a weight issue and you want to be healthier because things like type 2 diabetes are creeping in or you know um then loving yourself as you are in this moment is so important and reaching towards something else right so you want to make those changes and you have to meet yourself where you are and love yourself there and luckily i have a partner who was so supportive of me and the days i'd look in the mirror and i'd pinch something and make a, a very judgmental nasty face about myself he'd go babe you're beautiful you look amazing like he embraced my body literally and figuratively loved my body at whatever size it was um and also supported me on this journey because it was a healthy journey it wasn't me grabbing the latest diet fad that i found on instagram which I also went through where I'm like, oh, that pill seems to work. And why don't I try that pill? And what, you know, I can't tell you how many empty bottles or boxes of shit that I have under my medicine thing in the bathroom of these pills that I tried that were fat burners or, you know, I tried all of that stuff because that's what I did when I was in high school. I was on Dexatrim. Which I remember was, that. Yeah. I think it's know, banned now, isn't it? I'm I don't know. Sure it is. But there was a person like, I could probably find that on a book market. And, you know, there was, um, when I did murder mysteries in LA, there was uh, the, uh, oh my God, what is it called? It was a like multi-level marketing thing, but it was a, it's still around very, very well-known um, nutraceutical and supplement company. And they had something called green and beige. They labeled their pills according to color. So every day you'd take two green and one beige. And then later in the day, you take two green and one beige. I felt so good. I had energy. It boosted my immune system. I was staying at a healthy weight come to find out years later that had fenfen in it fenfen is the diet pill that they banned because you know yeah. five people had heart attacks but it was so frustrating because that combination of whatever this green and beige was that was like the best i felt in my life and i had some seriously obese clients who the only way they stayed at a healthy weight was on fenfen so for a lot of really obese people, I should not have been taking it. <laughs> for a lot of really obese people, that was the saving grace for them. And when they pulled it from the market, they were so depressed and upset because that was the one thing that kept them at a healthy weight or healthier weight. So I think the first thing is, can you love yourself right as you are? And can you look in the mirror and say, I love me just as I am right at this moment? Doesn't mean you're not shooting for something else. Doesn't mean you're not still working towards a different goal. But the problem that I had was I couldn't look in the mirror and love what my body was looking like. 
and it yeah. still ekes in even 16 pounds less um <clears throat> i was in of all things target the other day and side note i so appreciate society starting to put real looking models mm -hmm. in bathing suits underwear dresses <clears throat> i was in target the other day grabbed some panties and the display was a very still slender but real looking woman and she i'm going to stand up and demonstrate she had turned from the side and she had a little pucker here she had skin mm -hmm. that crinkled there which in the past they either would have hired a model that didn't have that or they would have airbrushed it out they showed her book on her back and you know what my first thought was oh that was my first thought of a because well, that's what you've been conditioned from because society to think i have been conditioned to think that all the skin is taut and stretched without a mark on it they fucking airbrush it it is not real um you know i know models who are size two who when they twist their back that way it's skin it's holding our organs in you know and it was just this and I had to like reframe that. I'm standing in Target, staring at this. People must have thought I was crazy. Standing at this, you know, staring at this woman in underwear going, oh, and having this conversation in my head. We all have wrinkles, folds, cellulite, stretch marks. We all have them. We are not walking around in an airbrush world. And the key is figuring out a way to love yourself with every mark and every scar and every bump and every lump of fat. We have to start to do that. And I don't, other than just trying to change your mind or getting professional help, I don't know the the, the absolute answer to it. Well, I know, but I mean, some some of the things we've kind of talked about before on the podcast, some of the different practices or things that you can do from an affirmation perspective. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you if you want to, you know, really do one, I think uh, it was the book that I read called "Love Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends on It" or something like that. Oh, yeah. And in in that book, he talks about kind of a mirror exercise like that where you stand in front of the mirror and you tell yourself that you love yourself mm -hmm. right but you look right into your eyes you look at your whole body yep. you almost do kind of a body scan and talk about different parts of your body even to the point like oh that little roll of fat here i love you right mm -hmm. and when you can actually sit there and start to do it it's uncomfortable as fuck to begin with yeah. when you try to do it right but but as you start to do it right i mean again you've got to realize that your your soul is different than your physical body right and so the more you can express love for your physical body right in how you treat it yep. in how you talk to it right you you get a different relationship with your body uh -huh. I mean, again, if you're if you're telling your body you're fat or you're skinny or I hate you, you're ugly, you're disgusting, you're then you're not. Body. Yeah, you're not going to have a very good relationship with your body, and so no. a lot of it starts with some of that stuff uh -huh. as well, right? Yep. I mean, I mean, you've you've worked through some of it because obviously, again, yeah. I mean, you've you've lost the weight, um, you're doing some things, but I. I, I'm, I'm going to kind of poke you a little bit here because I'm sure you're doing a lot more than you actually realize as well. Sure. Well, and I can tell you some of the things I've done. I mean, I sat in front of a mirror on the floor and this was when I was at my heavy, my heaviest and see, and I, it's, 
it's terrible. I even feel like shit saying that because there's so many people struggling with weight loss who think my heaviest, they would dream of being at my heaviest, right? So I'm just going to use my experience. At my heaviest, which was very uncomfortable for me, um, I sat in the mirror and sitting, you know, all the all the fat rolls up and the skin rolls up and I loved it. I touched it and I squished it and I looked in the mirror and I said, I love this part of me and I love this part of me and I love this part of me. The other thing I did is I wrote a letter to my body appreciating everything it's done how it moves me. I can do freaking trapeze. I dance class. You know, it's like I would start to try to shift the focus to praising what my body could do as opposed to what it looked like. Because Mm -hmm. I have some clients who are on that heavier side who can fucking outrun me. They're biking hundreds of miles and they're running marathons. And it's like, good for you. They're so fit compared to some skinny person. Right. So it's really about the function, not the, the look. Um, And the other thing I did is I started doing affirmations and I downloaded an app called I am, and you get to program what kind of affirmations that you want to get. And right now I have it on think positive. You can do affirmations for, um, body, body positivity. And like the one that just popped up is I refuse to let my mind bully my body. Mm. And so every two hours, I get an affirmation that pops up. This one, my body is strong and resilient. I deserve to feel good about myself. And so for a while, as I was going through the Noom process, I had those. I had it set to body positivity so that throughout the course of the day, anytime I looked at my phone, there was a positive message about my body. Um, so those were a couple of things I did. And I also decided that, you know, Noom, <laughs> which is a very psychological-based program, was a lot healthier for me than trying the next diet pill that, you know, showed up on and trying Instagram to find was Dixie trim on the black market. <laughs> They're like, yeah, trying to find, well, trying to find Fenfen. I mean, you know, it's like, how do I get it? Um, because it worked. And, you know, I can now look at pictures of myself and I, that was one of the other things that triggered, oh, geez, I would like to lose some weight. I was looking at pictures of me doing aerial and some things. And I was like, I just, I don't feel good about how that looks. Um, and now I, look in the mirror and I take pictures and I, I feel so much more comfortable in my body. And I also recognize that as a year old woman, this might not last. And as we age, we tend to get thicker. We tend to put on two pounds a year as we age and there's ways to stave that off. And also as we age, sometimes it's healthier to have a little bit more weight on, right? I mean, you don't want to be one of those hyper skinny um, older people. So I don't know, it's a balance point and it's really just about acceptance where you are. And I had trouble with that one. You know, I had a girlfriend say to me, why don't you just accept where you are? And I almost burst into tears and said, I can't. Um, it's that outer, you know, I I'm going to blame the outer influences of growing up in a time where it was drilled in my head that as a 118 pound, five, eight dancer, I was fat. It, it, It fucked with my head. It really did. Well, and I think we should talk about some of those out, outside influences at the same point too, because I think, you know, again, we, if 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 you're somebody who's again gonna gonna do the mirror work, right, write the affirmation, do the affirmations, do the things like that, you know, good, do it, do it, do yeah. it, do it, please do it. But you know, be careful of the outside influences as well, right? Because again, you know, I talk about you know, if you don't want to get wet, don't live under a rain cloud. Right, because if you live under a rain cloud, mm-hmm. you're you're like the little bird just trying to shake your feathers all the time to get dry so you can fly again. But it's like constantly raining on you. Yep. And so there's some of the outside influences that's fairly easy for you to deal with, right? Yep. 
don't go buy glamour magazines right yeah. that 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 puts some unrealistic uh stereotype on what beauty yep. is or things like that right just stop stop watching those things right yeah uh stop stop consuming media oh god that that can be damaging or or you know negatively reinforces some of this stuff but you know the big one the elephant in the room that a lot of you might need to address is some of your relationships yep right? because again you're lucky with your partner telling you kathy you're beautiful you know yeah. you look great the way that you are come here i want to touch you right kind mm -hmm. of thing yep that that is is positive and reinforcing and supports what you're trying to do yep. right but i know at the beginning you talked about your your dance instructor when you were a teenager yep. right that's an outside influence a relationship where you know what were some of the things that he was saying to you oh he would make these blanket announcements to the group about how you know if you want to be a professional dancer you need to keep your weight down and you need to stay thin and um there was one class that he didn't say a word it was a look the move that we did ended up, you know, we have hips. I was probably 17 at this point. So I was starting to, you know, I was through puberty. I was starting to develop hips. That's what women get. We get hips and I'm hippie. That's just my shape. And I, we did a move where this squished, right? Which is going to happen if you lift your leg up. There's, it's mm -hmm. called flesh. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking in the mirror and kind of poking it because I realized, oh, I have that. And I wasn't, I don't think... It's hard to remember because it was a very long time ago. I don't think I was judging it. I think I just kind of looked in the mirror and went, huh, and like squished it. And I looked over at him and he looks at me and he goes, yeah, and like looks me look. up and down with this, see you are fat look on, on his face. And for, for especially young people, looks like that, that, that non-direct communication, that inferred communication is so damaging because you think they're not seeing they are absolutely seeing that if you look at them and kind of go mm, they're seeing that and that's getting into their subconscious and i remember that moment so clearly as me going i don't want anyone to ever look at me like that again i must be fat i better fix that just that look that look from him of mm -hmm, told you so he was just you know there was a, a bigger girl in my dance class who was such an incredible dancer and he the dance instructor and his wife, they were both Broadway dancers, would make comments about her weight. And it's like, it just, it, it affected the entire class. And then, you know, the commercials, Kellogg's was horrible at drilling into my head that I was fat. The, can you pinch an inch? I remember they, I sent away for their little like health and diet pamphlet. And it talked about the thigh um, gap. I had big legs. I was a dancer. I never had the thigh gap. And I would stand in the mirror desperately trying to make my legs have this. I am a dancer. I have very strong legs. Um, and just, you know, things people around me have said where, you know, they'll see a commercial or they'll see a, a, a gymnast and they'll go, she has big legs. And it's like, okay, then that must mean I have big legs because that's what I look like. So it was just kind of from all over. And it was definitely the media and definitely my dance instructor. And I have clients who are and friends who are dancers, gymnasts, mm -hmm. models, aerialists, who it has been drilled in their head that they need to look a certain way. And that sucks. And society needs to shift their focus. Just like I looked at this ad in Target and went, Ugh. 
that's what a real person looks like. But it's been drilled into my head that we don't have fat and we don't have marks. Please get off social media. And this is for men too. I know men that have disordered eating and dis distorted body images because they want to be bigger. They want to be strong. They want to look like that guy in the mirror in that in that post and you know they pump themselves up they get the exact right lighting they figure it out how they're going to look their best you see them sitting on the toilet at five o'clock in the morning they look like hell too <laughs> no one looks well and, it, and, and, it, and it's the same thing right like you said i mean and, and actually it is not healthy to be that ripped and to be that muscular in a lot of ways for mm -hmm. a man but again that's kind of the image that society puts out there and, you know, especially for somebody maybe who's single that's, that's trying to find a partner, you know, a lot of times they they feel the same way, like, well, nobody's going to love me because I'm fat. I've got a little dad belly. I'm, you know, 40 or 50 years old and I've gained a little bit of weight, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that it's like you said, it's, it's true for men as well. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But I, but I think what's what's important, too, you know, like you said, is you know, some, sometimes you're going to have people like the dance instructor who, when you go to dance class, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna feel that, that influence. Now you can choose to just stop going to dance class. That's fine. Right. You can do that. You can pick a different dance instructor. You can yeah. talk to the person when it comes to your personal relationships and it gets a little bit more tricky, right? Because again, if, if you're someone who is struggling with body image issues, and you have a partner who is constantly telling you that you're fat, that you're ugly, that you're stupid, right? You know, maybe you need to have a discussion with them about, hey, I don't appreciate it when you talk to me that way. Yeah. Because maybe they don't realize it. Maybe yeah. maybe they don't realize it and, and maybe they'll change, right? But some people do this as a way to manipulate. Oh, God. The it's other partner. Prime narcissist stuff, right? You keep yep. the person so beaten down yep. that they can't leave you. You know, if I keep telling them they're fat and they're worthless and they're ugly, they're not going to leave. It's a control thing and it's so insidious and so scary. That's a whole, that's a talk for a whole nother uh, episode. Well, it is. But, but again, just to kind of, if you, if that's the relationship that you're in now and you want to change, you're probably going to need to leave the relationship. Because it's hard as hell yep. to do the self-work. Yeah. It's impossible. It's not impossible, but it's damn near impossible to be successful at doing your own work when someone else is fighting against that work the whole time. Yeah. It's also hard to look in the mirror and say, I love myself when you're surrounded with somebody that's telling you you're a piece of shit. Yeah. That's really difficult. And, you know, the bottom line of this is, okay, yay, I lost the 16 pounds and I feel great. I'm happy. What happens if I gain back 20? Can I still love myself? And I'm struggling with that one. You know, it's like, I'm happy now because I feel comfortable in my body again and I feel healthy and my clothes fit again. I need to learn to love myself 30 pounds heavier, 10 pounds thinner. I need to shift my mindset. And that's been a struggle because for some years, I haven't had the influence to do that. You know, what happened to me in the past is still affecting me now. And that also drives me crazy because this is what I teach people. So there's a part <laughs> of it that's like, you shouldn't, oh, fuck him. And you, you know, um, I need to work on shifting my mindset so that at whatever weight I'm at, I can still love myself. So yeah. that's my, that's my journey and my struggle right now. It wasn't about the weight loss. It was about my mindset and the self-love part.
which is what I teach people. <laughs> well, what's interesting, I mean, again, you know, we're not perfect. We're just sharing what we know and sharing our experiences. We're still struggling, going through challenges, just like all of you that are listening to this, right? But it's, it's you know, the interesting thing of what I found, because I haven't been doing anything other than kind of the self-work, right? I haven't been exercising like I, I should, I need to, my, you know, I'm, I'm losing weight, I'm feeling better, but I'm, I'm not as healthy as I could be. I need, I need to incorporate more of the exercise uh -huh. in, 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 into my life. But what's the interesting thing is, is, you know, Kathy, you said you're kind of worried, well, can I still love myself 30 pounds heavier? Well, the interesting thing is when you truly love yourself and you're accepting of yourself exactly as you are, I'll bet you, you will not gain that 30 pounds back. Oh, that's if, true. If, if you can maintain, right, that love for yourself and that love for your body, your body will regulate itself. Yeah. Right? So, so one of the affirmations that I, that I do for myself is I don't worry so much about what I eat. I mean, I, I, I do, I, I've cut mm -hmm. out almost all sugar. Mm -hmm. you know, usually I have a little bit of sugar in my creamer with my coffee. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes at night I'll have some chocolate or a few cookies or something like that. But I, I don't really eat sugar or that many carbs. Yeah, you're not drinking day. sodas every day. Yeah, I'm not, not drinking yeah. soda or doing anything like that. But but I also don't worry about necessarily how much I eat. I try to portion control a little bit. But mm -hmm. if, I've, if I feel like eating this, then I eat that. Yep. But one of the things that I say to myself is, uh, my body uses what it needs and flushes the rest. Yep. Right. So that's that's one of the things that I say to myself regularly is my body uses what it needs and flushes the rest. So yep. if I eat something that's a little bit toxic, if it's something that would maybe add weight to me that I don't really need, if I eat more than I should, I'm I'm reminding my body it's OK to flush that. Yep. And so. It goes through, baby. And some days, you know, again, if I if I if I don't eat very clean, uh, if I overdo it, I flush a lot yeah. the next couple of days, right? Yeah. And so, That's you know, again, point. it's it's if if you're if you're talking to your body that way, it knows what to do. Yeah. If you cut yourself, your body knows how to heal the cut. You don't even have to place any conscious awareness on it. It'll yep. just take care of itself. Yeah. But don't you think it can do the same thing with food? If we're loving, if we're reminding, if we're if we're saying things like that. Uh -huh. um, and that's what I've kind of seen. Like I said, I and it's been working for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I you said, I mean, I'm I'm down probably at least at least 40, if not yeah, uh, I say probably 50, 50 pounds, 50 pounds yeah. from, from when we first met. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love what you said, your point about if I have the self-love, I'm probably not going to put the weight back on. The reason the weight came on in the first place was divorce, loss of my father, loss of a relationship that I thought was going to be maybe my next partner, um, and then an injury. I hurt my back to the point where I had to re kind of learn how to walk normally over the course of a year. So grief, grief, grief. 
<laughs> and then injury and COVID. My injury happened literally the week that we shut down for COVID. Um, I was not experiencing a hell of a lot of self-love after divorce, loss of my father, who was my best friend, and the loss of that relationship. So I was kind of abusing my body. I was eating and drinking whatever I wanted. So it was the weight came on from that place of me not loving myself, uh, from depression, of grief, of all those heavy emotions that I was eating. And I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna eat whatever I want. I can always be thin. And my body went, um, not anymore. So you're right. So the weight came on to me from a place of not loving myself. And so as long as I keep loving myself, it's probably not going to go back on. You're completely right. So that yeah. was a nice little moment of clarity for me right there. Well, and it's, but again, it's that, it's that simple, but consistent work. Yeah. Right. So, so again, that's, that's the thing too, right? Is it's like, you know, you lose all the weight. Great. Well, if, if part of that has been loving yourself, doing the mirror work, doing your affirmations, keep doing them. Yeah. Of right? Don't, don't stop. Because that's, that's again, why people yo-yo back and oh. forth so much is, you know, they're, they're really good. They're really dedicated. They're really disciplined in doing stuff for a few months. They accomplish whatever it is, weight loss, financial, whatever, yep. whatever it happens to be. They're really committed for a short period of time. They get the results they want. They go back. Right. To, to eating and drinking whatever before. they want. Yeah. So yep. what do you think is going to happen, right? So just continue doing some of those things that have helped you to be successful to get there. And you won't have to worry about those things again. Yep. Yep. I agree. Well, we had no idea where this was going to go. Okay. No, and this ended up being a little, we thought it was going to be a little short episode. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's talk about body image in like 10 minutes. Right. That's not going to happen. Okay. We should, we should, we should stop. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm proud of myself and it's still a work in progress and I'm still working on loving myself, whatever I look like. Well, and I'm proud of you too, Kathy. I mean, Thank that's uh, good on you, girl. Thanks. And uh, I'm, I'm going to continue fighting my fight as well. Uh, you know, because again, it's the, uh, like I said at the start and we touched on it in the middle too, this is not just a female issue. This no. is a male issue as well. And so we just tend to uh, see things differently, right? Where, where women, it's usually fat shaming or skinny shaming just about weight. Yeah. For men, it's more about uh, your physique, mm -hmm. right? How athletic you are, what you're able to do, the muscular structure that you have as well, right? And so again, these are all things that are being fed to us by people who want to take your money <laughs> to you know try to get you to look in a certain way that you can't anyway because it's all airbrushed and photoshopped yeah so, right uh, it's not even a realistic goal it's not even a realistic goal so yeah. anyway just love yourself um you know be healthy have a have a good body image start doing some of the things that we we talked about there's some self-work that you can do Yep. Take a look at your relationships, the things that you're consuming, see if any of those outside influences need to go away as well. Uh, because when you do, you, you'll start to feel more at peace. You'll feel happier when you love yourself. You can love others more yeah. as well. And you will start to, to realize that your life will start to change in ways that you never even imagined. Yeah, more good stuff will come. More good stuff. All right. I'm Kathy Gruber. I can be reached at kathygruber.com.
And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, have a great week, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. The fact that you listened to this entire episode means you got value and others will too. Do me a favor and leave a five-star review with comments and then share with others. You can also check out all of my videos on my YouTube channel and my website, jasonmefford.com. This podcast is primarily for education and commentary and does not represent professional advice. Views and opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals and not of their respective organizations.